Somewhere in the darkness, there's a man they call the skipper, fast asleep, dreaming of gold. He wakes before the sun does, even though he'd rather stay in bed. Curses the cold in Minnesota. Why's it always so damn cold? He's got a job. You're listening to Stonecast, curling in the Twin Cities with Jordan Wickland and Christopher Lisney. Stonecast is supported by our friends at the Once Upon a Crime Mystery Bookstore, 604 West 26th Street in Minneapolis. Not only do they have a fantastic collection of mysteries, thrillers, and crime novels, they host some of the best author events in the area. Check them out on the web at www.onceuponacrimebooks.com. That's www.onceuponacrimebooks.com. So just to let everybody know what's going on, we're in the men's locker room at the St. Paul Curling Club. It's Tuesday evening work crew just wrapping up. Pizzas are probably being ordered as we speak. There's a Twins game on upstairs, and there's a zillion people here, and they're tearing down walls and putting up walls and doing electricity. And I'm sitting here with um, John Ordway, uh, Eric's dad. Eric brought him into curling, I'm pretty sure. That's the way I'm known around here, Eric's dad. (laughs) Yeah. And Scott Clausen, manager of the St. Paul Curling Club. And uh, we just thought we'd get together and talk a little bit about what's new. I uh, went to a couple work sessions earlier in the season, but I was always overdressed. So all I did was order pizza. Uh, but there's been a lot of changes that have been happening around here, and it's all volunteer labor, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, John, you are one of the people that are kind of uh, in charge of that, right? Well, I guess so, by default. Uh, mm-hmm. Somewhat I've been doing it since 1982, uh, and uh, uh, we just keep chipping away every year. Uh, we don't do – too much every year, but we chip away at it in over 35 years or whatever we've been doing this. Yeah. It's amazing what you get done. Yeah, it seems like there's a there's there's quite a list. So uh, I was going over the list. There is a – you guys are working on both stairwells. So you've made changes to both stairwells. The upper the, – the first stairwell, the upper is missing the, uh, missing the railing. So that seems really dangerous. Well, hopefully that's just a temporary situation. Uh, yes, we're we're doing major work on the main stairway, and on the on the rear stairway by the kitchen, we'll be uh, essentially just doing the lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much more than that, but uh, the main stairway is where all the work is going on. And there's a lot of work on lights in general, right? Yes, uh, we're switching over to LEDs uh, pretty much throughout the building. So a lot of that's being done right here in this locker room. This has all been switched over to LED lights this summer. And will you be able to, Scott, will you be able to tell us the uh, the cost savings? Um, have not uh, looked at that yet, so don't know an exact number. But once we get all the LEDs in, then we'll be able to do a comparison um, yeah. probably from two years ago because it's kind of been a two-year project with uh, last year we did the arena, and now this year we're kind of 
Right. And they last the rest of well, except those were they weren't they were they weren't incandescent. They were fluorescent, so they probably lasted a while too. Yeah. But the LEDs yeah. last a long time. Oh yeah, they should last a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to know that. So the the, the heating here that's not is that is that is that like uh, oil or or gas? Natural gas. So if you just pulled the electrical bill from like say a January two years ago compared to a January this, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Just think yeah. of how much money you'd saved. That's what we're hoping for. We're hoping to see that. Yeah. Only if we could figure out a good use for all that cash. <laughs> Goes into the but, next project, all the savings. Right. <laughs> Keeps us busy and uh, on Tuesday evenings. I also noticed that um, it seems like all the chairs have been moved around. Like It seems like there's a big, huge project about chairs. Well, that's an annual project, uh, just doing maintenance on the chairs. Uh, we put new pads on the on the bottoms of all the legs of the chairs every year to protect the wood floor oh. stairs. Those pads wear out pretty quickly. Do you and think at home if you have, like, so I moved into my house 10 years ago and I have wood floors and I was really anal about putting wood pads on, but I haven't looked at them since. And I, should I be, should you do that? Well, you probably should, but you're probably not getting the level of use and well, abuse that uh, we get down do, here. Do you have 1,150 <laughs> curlers going through your house every week? No. Yeah. No. That's not, yeah. Plus uh, rental groups and stuff. So we got, uh, we're hopping pretty much 24-7, yeah. seven days a week. Oh, we've got some visitors in the in the locker room here. Um, all right. So, but, so it looks like there's staining happening on the chairs. Well, it's just touching them up. Hmm. Uh, so that happens you know. every year? Uh, yes. Huh. Uh, well, it, it, it's been relatively recent um, that we've been doing it, you know, annually. So you like uh, inspect the chairs and yeah. When, when in addition to the staining, we're also uh, doing you know structural repairs. They come, they, the joints need they come loose occasionally and need to be reglued. And uh, so we just uh, so throughout throughout the season and the use and stuff, the chairs that uh, get loose and wobbly and stuff, they go into hibernation. And then they come back out in uh, the summer, and uh, we repair them and rehabilitate them. Rehabilitate them, and uh, they're ready to go in the fall. If I ever see anybody abusing the chairs, who do I report that to? Scott. And then what will you do with that information? Hmm. Never been posed a question like that. Uh, I'm sure there'll be severe fines and penalties and <laughs> it might be kind of fun just to document the event so that then when the tuesday work crew is fixing the problem mm-hmm. they could read the story of the this chair. is what happened with this chair and while they're sweating and working they could be like oh you know xyz threw it across the table in a political discussion they were all po'd mm-hmm. or we could just make them sit on the floor for a week <laughs> yeah. Or they could work on the Tuesday night work crew repairing chairs the following season. Oh, yeah. What happened to the disco ball? I noticed on the uh, list there was supposed to be a disco ball going in. Well, that's uh, – we just got to get all the other projects done first. That's at the bottom of the list. Is there anything yeah. else in the construction that I've missed? Well, there's lots – there's always lots of little projects uh, going on, and I'm not even necessarily uh, – up to date on everyone, but there's there's painting projects that go on every single year. Um, they replace the 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 uh, the wall uh, by where all the the trophies you know when you first come in, on the you know from the yeah. side parking lot. Yeah, it's the uh, 
what is that wall called, Scott? It's sort of the Wall of Fame or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Victory it's, Memorial. Yep. It it uh, it had been installed. Wall of uh, Achievements. Wall of Achievements. It, it it had not really been properly installed hmm. originally, and uh, it just needed to be redone. And so we we took it down this year and put the proper backing in we needed to behind it and put it back up. Yeah, when I I came here a couple times in the beginning of the work party season. And I noticed that you guys took the wall off and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And then I started watching and you were putting this it back up and it looked kind of the same. And I was like, Oh, okay. So that's what we do around here. We make up work. <laughs> well, you got to keep busy on Tuesdays and uh, hang out and eat pizza and drink beer and watch the twins at night. That's so right. my, uh, my dad used to do that. My brother-in-law my, finally had to yell at my dad. We go to my cabin, my brother-in-law, and his family, my family, and my dad used to have these projects. You know, we've got these paths all around, and there'd be like little piles of brush. And he'd have these projects. He said, well, could you move that pile of brush from over there to over here? And so we'd do it. And then a couple times, I was like, why are we doing this? This is like we're in the middle of the woods. It's a pile of brush. You know, why do we move it? And he said that that's like a marine training tool is to get people to move things from that side of the room to that side and then move it back. So there you go. Well, there's a lot of that going on around down here at the curling club. So Chris, are you good at following directions now? No. Okay. I don't like being led. No. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Not from my dad though. I rebel against that generally. I, but which is interesting when you work with your dad, um, that's got some odd things. So, um, we have another busy calendar schedule going. We have 15 events this season that we're hosting between October and, uh, the first of June. Um, we would have 16, but this is the year, the alternating year that the Goodwill is up in Winnipeg this year. And we start our season off with the cash spiel, which is October 6th through 8th. Uh, most of the men's field is filled up, and uh, they are looking for lady curlers huh. on the women's side. Yeah, they asked if uh, if we could do the um, the live stream again, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping that we can do. Uh, I'm in, but I've okay. got to make sure that other folks are, because there's a technical okay. crew needed for that. Well, that'll be great that uh, Stonecast and you and Jordan will be committing to 15 events this season, starting off yeah. with the cash spiel. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I actually watched – so last year's season was the first season that I actually did streaming and commentary, which is kind of difficult to do because, you know, you got to occupy all this time. And uh, I think the, one of the last events we did is we did the Sunday of uh, the International. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might have been the last one, but I watched – uh, I watched an episode of that the other day just because I wanted to see how it looks because this summer we talked a lot about getting uh, new cameras and new new stuff and it didn't happen this year. Right. Um, but I just kind of wanted to see because, you know, when you're when you're doing it, you don't watch it. Um, Was that the controversial section where you uh, took up some viewing space? Uh, I think so. OK, for the finals. Yeah, although for the internet, yeah, no, but that, that was cool though because we—I I don't think that that was that was in the um the it was like the junior the okay. junior one people okay. the, got a little irritated and I was like because you guys were set up over sheet six or whatever yeah so. yeah but we kind of changed how we've set it up so that we have the equipment in the corner and then we just have 
you know, like the two commentators with headsets on. So it's not quite as earlier in the season. But the point is that I watched it and um, I thought it looked pretty decent. Actually, the cameras are OK. Um, I think those cameras are mm-hmm. kind of they're not we don't really own the cameras. We borrowed them. But um, yeah, so I'm looking Compl- forward to this. Season. Compliments of Adam Height. Mr. Height, his, his locker is right here, I think, or it's this one. Yeah. So I actually asked him if he wanted to get on, do the podcast today and uh, give an update on the IT. And he okay. said, no, nothing happened over the summer. I'm like, all right, that's <laughs> the update. Next year. There we go. So you have an opening. You have an extra. So someone could do in that Goodwill slot, we could get another bond spiel. Uh, that would have to be a point of discussion with their ice maker. Hmm. Okay. We've talked about, uh, Jordan and I have talked about having a Stonecast bond spiel. Oh. Only have people that have been on Stonecast. Okay. <laughs> That's a very select crew. Well, it's about 30 people now. And growing. And growing. Yeah, leaps and bounds. There we go. Instead of talking about the curling season, we should talk about an event that happened a few weeks ago, the St. Paul Curling Club Golf Tournament. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Okay. So um, I heard some stiffs won it. Um, There are a couple of teams that tied at the top. Uh, there was a tie at the top? There was a tie at the top, and then there was a scorecard tiebreaker that I was unaware of, but uh, and uh, a tie between uh, Mr. Tom Conroy's squad and John Ordway's squad. Congratulations, John. Oh, Eric Ordway's squad. Was it all your family, uh, though, right? Wasn't well, that the, I thought well, the picture came out. It was all Ordway's. Well, that's the way they had us enrolled. Uh, we did uh, three of us. Oh, were. Jack Nicholas was here? <laughs> no. Oh, this is where the controversy is. <laughs> well, I don't know that there's any controversy. But uh, uh, they had us. Uh, we had... Uh, I had Played it with Eric and my other son, Dan Ordway, who curls on Thursday nights, and uh, a friend of Dan's and Eric's. Hmm. And uh, his name was Brian Taylor, but uh, they had him enrolled as Brian Ordway. Ah. Oh. And, uh, so anyway, I guess that's Team Ordway. Congratulations. And, uh, and that's a scram. Is it like a scramble style? Yes. Mm-hmm. So even I could have done that. Even I don't yeah. golf. Well, you could have. Yes. Hmm. That's probably good that I didn't. It was during the day, right? Monday? It it was a beautiful sunny day. Weather couldn't have been better out at Oakland Golf Course. So how did you do, Scott? Uh, We finished in the middle of the pack. uh, How many many, uh, teams? um, I believe there was 20. I think they actually used the term rink in the email. Okay. Okay. 22 ranks. Wow. Out there, I believe. That's a a lot of people. A lot of people, but they could have had a few more. And uh, the peop- it was just a beautiful day, and people missed out on it. Do you? Um, I think we came in about eight under, and the winning score was 15, 14? 14, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, I think we were both 14. Hmm. So then is there like a, a banquet or anything afterwards? And there's a banquet. And they, at the golf place? Yep. At the golf place. Uh, brats and hamburgers and chicken sandwiches hmm. uh, with some baked beans and potato salad. And everyone sits around and hands out the awards. Are there any awards that are like non-normal? Like, Well, there, there, was, a, there was a skin given out to a team. Um, and there's money pooled and they handed out for the amount of skins and uh, – Again this year, um, the Ordway team won the only skin, hmm. 
and went home with uh, a nice fistful of cash. How much money? Um, for tax purposes, uh, about four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that tax line limit eight hundred, or is it? Yeah, it's more than four hundred. I, I thought it was eight hundred. I thought it was over eight hundred. You had to do a ten ninety nine. So I've got another question, Scott. Did you go to the uh, the uh, surprise Lynn party? Uh, yes, Mr. Tab Benoit was playing at the Caboose. Yeah, and uh, I saw on Facebook some. Uh, uh, troubling or like sounds like Lynn's like fell or had some sort of a break or s- some painful thing happened. Um, I think he uh broke his clavicle or whatever. Oh, um, but he was there, he was there, huh. he was Is there. That trooper, oh, yeah, he loves the blues, yeah, loves the blues. Was it last year, or the year before? He spent uh, the summer, the off season, curling off season. Traveling down the Mississippi down to New Orleans, I believe, just stopping at really? blues joints and listening to blues musicians <laughs> in his off time, recharging the batteries for the curling season. Yeah, I know he's into blues. We talk about blues every mm-hmm. once in a while. So. Yep. So then Chris uh, decided to get a crew together and go out there and surprise Lynn. And so was he surprised? They said he was surprised. I showed up a little bit later after <laughs> he got there. Yeah. They went out to dinner first. At Tracy's, where Malcolm works at, and uh, then wandered over to the where's Tracy's? Not sure. Is that in St. Louis Park? Mm. No, that's Bunnies, is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's Bunnies. I think Tracy's is over by the Riverside area, Mm. over there in the Caboose neighborhood somewhere. So then everyone wandered over to the Caboose and uh, had a large crew of curlers there and had a great evening. (laughs) Fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'd recommend if anyone wants to hear some good blues, if you ever get a chance to see Tab Benoit, um, he puts on quite a show. Is he local? He's from New Orleans, I believe. Oh, so he just was here for Mm -hmm. Tab Benoit. Hmm. I had a guy that worked for me named Benoit. He was an intern from France. Okay. He didn't work very hard, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) So, uh, John. I got a question for you. Okay. Apparently you have, you're the mastermind of the mega club here. The mega condos, 16 sheets, underground parking, uh, uh, Stonecast studio in the middle of the sheets. Is that true? Well, I guess I I did come up with the concept initially. Yes. Being a real estate developer, Mm. uh, that's probably where that comes understandable. Um, but uh, I, I guess I just played. Around, I, I enjoy playing around with, uh, you know, potential uses of properties and things like that. That's part of, part of my business. But um, I've often thought that here at the Curling Club, you know, we're a seasonal operation. Uh, the real estate taxes are going up as Selby Avenue is is turned into uh, a much nicer uh, street than it was 30 years ago. And uh, the concern was, uh, this this concept probably came up 10 years ago, but the concern at that time was that we were going to be um, potentially forced out at some point. We just couldn't afford to be a seasonal uh, operation. We needed to find a way to uh, utilize this property year-round and, and make it more productive. And uh, so I just kind of threw out the... Uh, you know, the crazy concept 
of underground parking and re and reconfiguring the sheets. And it's it's not 16 sheets; it's 12 sheets. But uh, and then the way you pay for it is you you sell a bunch of condos up above to curlers, and you could sell them to curlers, but you sell them to anybody. But uh, the know, club should reserve a couple of those condos just for late yeah, night. Yeah, management offices, I think, yeah. would. Uh, yeah. I think it really is a concept. It's not as crazy as it might sound. It might, you know, it, it's difficult in our situation here because of we're in a historical district and there's all kinds of limitations on what you can do. And, and I think it'd be very, very difficult to make it economically feasible here. But I do think that it is a concept that could work in other urban areas redevelopment projects other you know other parts of the country that are that are looking to do something like this getting back to the curling club and stuff like that it's yeah. always good to have visionaries like mr ordway here always looking to the future and helping us out and uh keeping us on current and yeah going with our projects so anything yeah. else exciting happening at the curling club no just registration getting ready for things to start and uh, having the work crew button everything up and uh, we'll be ready to go. And also one event. Uh, the first the first game is uh, the first is Sunday. The Sunday is uh, it's like October 1st, I think. Let's take a look at the calendar. I looked, I looked at it um, because Sunday starts the week before cash spiel. Yep. Yep. Because they want first. they want to get you, you know, get the ice. And, and so you get to play with brand new virgin ice. Mm hmm. And also, uh, we'll be hosting a uh, the USCA Curling Association having their members assembly in Bloomington this year, and uh, St. Paul is hosting uh, their event on that Saturday evening. What, do, what does that mean, the members assembly? So that's interesting that you said when you sent out that email. I thought that we were hosting the whole thing, and I thought, what is this members assembly like? We're, they're going to be like sitting up in the club room, drinking beer and talking about curling. Not quite, not quite. Uh, they have uh, they have an offsite uh, location planned, and then uh, it's open to all members to go and uh, participate and learn more about the sport and the association. So what what do they what do they talk about at the members' assembly? Rules. Um, probably everything in regards to the sport. Is it like a board meeting? Uh, kind of. There's some board meeting too. The first Friday, I think, is a board meeting. Uh, you kind of caught me off guard here. I don't have my notes with me. That's the best. You know what? When people look at notes, they sound like they're reading notes. So this is okay. <laughs> but now I sound uninformed. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> yeah. The shoe fits. No. <laughs> wow. Wah, wah, wah. I hope you've enjoyed curling at St. Paul hey, last hey, year. Just and wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm sure you'll enjoy Frogtown or Chaska or yeah. Apparently, Lane. Jordan is thinking about getting a, a, a Frogtown team. We uh, interviewed someone of our Frogtown. It's the first time I've ever been there. It's kind of a neat club, okay. or not kind of. It is. It's, it's neat. It's an awesome club, and they're. Uh, I think they're building out their warm room this year. They they they're doing that. I think so. Oh well, there's another work crew I could interview. Mm -hmm. well, I know Lonnie Strassman, who works on our work crew here, was doing drawings for them for their. To get the permits to build their warm room, so I that's don't, great. I don't, I don't know where it stands today, but I know they were working on it. Yeah, they, when we interviewed um, folks there, they were saying that it's kind of a because they lease the space. Like if you spend money on the space, you don't really. Yeah, it's not yours. It's not yours.
Excellent. Well, thanks for uh, being on Stonecast. Oh, I enjoyed it. Thank um, you. Yeah. Thanks for all the updates. So, Scott, what did you do for the Eclipse? I was on the phone talking to our president, Tim McMahon, uh, talking about her upcoming board meeting. Oh. Do you have any hot topics on the agenda? Um, it was last evening. And uh, nothing hot, just getting ready for the season to start. Did any business uh, transpire? Anything important? Not too much, no. Did you talk about Jordan? No, we did not. Because hmm. we assumed we was going to be here. Yeah. So, well, thanks for uh, for for coming on the podcast again and giving us an update about the season. Sounds like we've got sixteen event or fifteen events. That seems like an awful lot to me, but it's kind of like business as usual around here. Yeah. So, so I'm looking forward to starting curling, and uh, thanks for doing all the work. And uh, we'll see you in October. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Chris. Cheers, everybody. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Fast asleep Dreaming of gold 